Welcome to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleiner. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, the power of water and water life science. Today on our show, and I'll be introducing him later, uh, after my commentary, we're going to have for you today, Dr. Gerald Pollack. Dr. Pollack received his Ph.D. in biomedical engineering from the University of Pennsylvania. Now he's a professor in research at University of Washington. He is unbelievable, and we're going to be discussing water and immunity protection, what you need to learn more about your own immunity and what we can teach you with the organ of the body, the organs, and what's happening there, and, and water. But before we begin, we're going through a very historical time that should be um, recorded with what we're doing for a while here, but with the seriousness of better health education. I decided 13 years ago to have this radio show for better health education about water, and water life science, because I noticed that people were not getting it out there the way we, we should. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research, and I've been in research for over 35 years. I like common sense. I don't want the shingle on the wall, I call that degrees, to discuss other than common sense of what we need to learn for everybody, to kind of remind everybody as professionally involved as many are into the, what they do, research, and the physicians and more. But let's get to some common sense education for everyone to understand and each of them to understand what is so important. And I think this is what we're needing to learn about immunity protection, immunity and uh, the immunity protection of, of fighting bacteria and viruses and what happens out there. We used to think it was maybe a little overdone. Now I'd, I want you to think it is impossible to overdo it really now. We've got to be able to prepare for the future of more. The Viruses have been coming on into our country and to the rest of the world more commonly. And more commonly means we kept turning, every time we turn around, we're having more. And then we find out with this education, with the corona virus, COVID-19, we're finding out that People need to do certain things to protect themselves, and that'll help everybody. Even those with preconditions will be helped because when you're taking care of your health and you're learning, you're going to help somebody else with an unknown precondition or a well-known precondition. Those preconditions could be 
uh, heart disease, and they're finding out now that heart disease is a target. A lot of people are dying of heart attacks with COVID-19. But they hadn't been really studying what heart, what's more about heart disease. We're learning that the lungs are the target, like a severe pneumonia on everyone. So if they don't have heart attack, they're going to get the severe pneumonia. And then some other symptoms popped up with this strain. The strain, as they're learning, is changing. It changes from continent to continent and all over. It changes. I was so proud of the group behind this, the task force, for not rushing into the testing until they understood that. Because you can test and not get the right test if you don't figure out the strain that's going on in your area and what is happening. That is vital to be able to learn long-term now Long-term, what we need to learn about health and these viruses and immunity protection. Immune yourself from it. Teach yourself. Learn. Yes, we're going to learn some common sense. The hands are full of toxin. The face is full of toxin. So when you touch with your hand if there's been a contamination that you didn't know you touched. You have to make sure you're thinking about how to protect those hands. So you're going to learn to wash them correctly. You're going to learn to take that advice. You're going to keep that habit up, and especially you men who forget. Women are pretty good at it. But we're all going to learn, and we're going to teach our little ones to wash your hands in the sink, wash your hands. And I mean, there's a song out there they learn. The face is full of toxin. Always has been, always will. So that washing their face in the morning and night is very important to detoxify. Don't just rinse it off in the shower. You've got to use a wash rag to wash the face with the cleansing you choose. And don't be overdo the cleansing to leave a residue. Morning, night. Keep that talk. The organ of the eye. When you put your hands around the organ of the eye, there's a secret there that they're learning in research. That that organ of the eye is a secret immunity protection. Like the hourglass of your earth. Your eye for you. If it has an immunity defenses that are broken down and you touch it and something touches it, it's, that's foreign. I don't care what it is. That can cause you a problem because the eyes will pick it up. So and drinking water is an immunity protection. you got to keep that body flushing. 
And it's like I've been teaching you on this show for 13 years that the water of the planet is nourishing our planet Earth, living with the water vapor of the atmosphere that is living with the solar system. We're all in this together with rhythm. Your water that you drink is a magic immunity protection. You've got to drink at least eight to ten glasses a day. Your choice of breathing, like the earth has to breathe to live with the water vapor in the air and the solar system. You need to learn how to do it. It's simple. We just forgot all about that with time. Way back in time, they learned it. You need to understand that your nutrition for immunity protection, and I did a little road work to brush up about certain foods that are the best for immunity. One is blueberries. Right at the top, I found, boy, Kevin Kearney is going to like this. Dark chocolate, turmeric, there's broccoli, spinach, sweet potatoes, Um, there's uh, red peppers, believe it or not, red peppers. I don't know if I brought up spinach. Then there's uh, almonds. Sunflower seeds, citrus fruits, oranges. Look it up. The 15 best foods for immunity protection. That'll help you. And you can look up water for immunity protection to drink. Your body, each organ, you wouldn't be born. That's why nature made that eight to nine months of the mother to carry that baby in that water bag to get make sure that every organ gets a percentage of water to get ready to leave and begin an evaporation of life process to dehydration death. Each person born begins to live with that atmospheric water vapor like a magnet. You're the magnet living with it. It's a magnet to you. There are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, and more. You're, you're really unique. I'm unique. Don't worry about being vain. You are unique. Take time to think about your global health Olympics and train so that you can participate yourself seriously on you being healthier and teach, learning more about immunity protection for yourself, but that will also help protect the innocent of those who have preconditions. And some people have preconditions that they don't even know about it yet. They haven't happened. They're developing. But as you're learning, we're losing a lot of people. One of my friends just lost his mother recently in New York, a scientist. 
We all are in this together, all over the world. I talk to people in Japan. I talk to people in Australia. I talk to people in Ireland. I talk to people in China. I talk to people all over. We're all in this together. So stop and think about what you need to learn for your own immunity protection and what you can be serious and enjoy that Global Health Olympics training, lifetime training, that if you're going to be protecting of yourself, you'll be protecting other people, the innocent, too. And always remember that water is a secret to the earth living, secret to the water vapor and the air living with the solar system and you. All about our lives. The power of water is Earth's magic faith and all of us. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Now you're learning that the eyes are the defense of your immunity protection if it's healthy. Years ago, I was asked to study the surface of the eye, the tissue, the, um, what we can do with a tear film because it was over-evaporating and dry eye was causing a serious vision impairment to potential blindness. We had the refractive eye surgeries and we had eye drops and all these things that would try to help, but they cause a weight a distract, a change to the tear film of the eye. Would I be able to study to supplement that tear film? So I did for a year, and I showed them what could be done with a handheld portable device with a tissue culture grade of water, all naturally pH balanced for immunity protection, the water, all natural not concocted. So we developed that and we went out and sold in the pharmacy department for the first time in history. That particular Nature's Tears Eye Mist application. Listen to our sponsor and with Nature's Tears Eye Mist and we'll be back with Dr. Pollock. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. 
The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Audience, I want to introduce you to Dr. Gerald Pollack. Dr. Pollack, are you with us? I am definitely with you, Sharon. Uh, oh, well, thank you so much for taking. I know how busy you must be, and this is a very historical time, and let me tell the audience a little bit about your background because okay, I'm just sure. I'm so excited about it. Gerald, Dr. Park, Gerald Pollock, Dr. Pollock received his Ph.D. in biomedical engineering from the University of Pennsylvania in 1968. He then joined the University of Washington faculty and is now professor of bioengineering. He also founded editorial as the founding editorial chief of the journal Water. Conver- he then has done annual conferences, I will know this worldwide, on the physics and chemistry and biology of water, an executive director of the Institute of Venture Science. His interests have ranged broadly from biological motion and cell biology to the interaction of biological surfaces with the aqueous solutions. He has the books out, and you can look him up, Dr. Gerald Pollack. Dr. Pollack, today Uh, can we discuss a little bit about um, what you've been doing? I know you've been all over the world since you've been on last. And tell us a little bit about why you chose to be in this commitment. You've been there for quite a while. Well, I don't regard it exactly as a commitment. I regard it more as a passion. Yeah, I'm sorry to say that, but I um, I thought I'd let you, uh, well, you know, uh, commitment to the passion, yes. Well, yeah, so so the... the, uh, the general passion uh, is uncovering truth, uh, scientific right. truth, and trying to uh, to to find an understanding of how the world works, the world around us actually operates. Uh, this is my passion. This is what has moved me for um, um, my my whole career. So I be I began uh, my career for. Uh, uh, a few decades, actually, studying the mechanism of muscle contraction, how, how muscles, how the molecules inside the muscle, um, uh, how they interact to produce contraction. 
And uh, there's a theory that uh, was put forth by a Nobel laureate uh, uh, many years ago, Sir Andrew Huxley, and it, 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 um, to this day it's a ma- major theory. However, we discover that uh, there are many, many issues uh, about that theory that don't fit the evidence. And, um, and, and, and one day we became, um, well, it was more than one day, but we came aware that, that all of the proposed mechanisms uh, by which the muscles contract at the molecular level don't, uh, don't recognize the presence of water. You know, so water is so abundant uh, all over, including including muscles. By volume, it's the muscles are two thirds uh, water. Uh, If you, pardon me. Yeah, I said right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know better than anybody about about that. Well, I have a trainer we bring on. He's uh, Kevin Kearns, who's in Boston, and he trains all over the world, Olympians and the military, and much more. works with gyms all over the world. And he knows and the he, importance he of water. He personally drinks, he drinks a gallon of water a day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a gallon. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's impressive. So yeah, he must have a toilet nearby? Yeah, well, he, or, or the body has built up that through the muscles and the training and all that he's done. Yeah, well, I, I I hear you on that. So um, yeah, yeah, uh, he probably knows a lot about about muscles. But but as I, I I was starting to say that, you know, the theory that that prevails right now presumes that the the apparatus inside the muscle, that is the muscle proteins, uh, that they act in in a vacuum. There's no water there. And, and all the theories mm-hmm. are based on that. And, you know, if there is water there, then, uh, which there is, it seems necessary to take account of that water. And so that's how right. I, I transitioned in, into the field of water. I didn't, didn't grow up in that community, although I did drink some water. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I merged into that community. And maybe merger is not the right word because uh, as I began, <coughs> excuse me, uh, as I began looking into it, I, I realized that that there was more to water than most people think, and right. um, yeah, and so so that that triggered um, an, an interest in in the water. And and to make a long story short, because um, we don't have all day, uh, we well, basically <laughs> well we 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 basically um, identified. A different phase of water. So we all grow up. We all grow up uh, learning that water has three phases: uh, solid, liquid, and vapor. Uh, but what we found is that there's a fourth phase, and this is not as radical as you might think, because scientists, for many, many years, even more than a hundred years, starting starting with um, Sir William Hardy, more than a hundred years ago, a famous physical chemist, he said, you know. The idea of three phases of water, it's, it, it, it's simple, easy to understand, but it doesn't fit the evidence because there are so many features of water, even back then, 100 years ago, so many features that we know that don't fit into the concept of three phases, and there must be a fourth phase. And, and, and there, there were distinguished scientists who pursued that for, for some years. One is Albert St. Georgie, who won the Nobel Prize um, uh, for actually for discovering vitamin C. And St. Georgie, is, you might say, is a scientist, scientist or was 
uh, a, a brilliant guy who is considered to be the father of modern biochemistry, you see. And, and even he knew that water was central to everything that goes on in biology. And uh, there's a famous quote. There are many famous quotes from this guy. He's just full of them. But one of them is, life is water dancing to the tune of solids. So he knew yeah. that. Yeah, that was a great one. Uh, That's he, a great one. He also, one of my favorites, uh, to digress a moment, is, is um, a discovery. He said, discovery is seeing what everybody else sees, but thinking what nobody else has thought. <laughs> That, that, that's mm-hmm. my, my favorite one of all. But anyway, he and then Gilbert, the late, Gil- mine too. <laughs> the, the, the late Gilbert Ling, uh, who passed, uh, unfortunately, a few months ago, just shy of age oh. 100, also knew that there was something about water, bi- biological water, that was different. And, and he expressed it as, as, um, so-called structured water or ordered water, that is, a water that doesn't doesn't have the same characteristics as the water in the glass. It's it's water in which the molecules are lined up like like soldiers at attention, uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of evidence for it. And that's where we got started because I met mm-hmm. I met Gilbert, and um, I was really impressed not not only by what he had to say and by the evidence that he could adduce to support that seemingly radical point of view. Uh, but, but also the people around him who independently had collected evidence that seemed to fit this idea. So, so my mm-hmm. first job, so to speak, was to try to translate uh, some of Gilbert Ling's ideas into, a, I would say, common language, but more common language, because Gilbert's writings tend to be... Um, um, how to put it exactly, uh, uh, easily digestible by him, less digestible by uh, physical chemists, and indigestible for the rest of the world. So I tried mm-hmm. to um, create um, uh, maybe an enzyme or such that to make his stuff digestible, and, and that came out in a book called, uh, um, it was uh, Cells, Gels, and the Engines of Life. And it was published in, in 2001. So, of course, we got interested. Um, how could we not be interested in the possibility of a really different kind of water that fills our cells, fills our body? Mm-hmm. And then we got, we got started. And um, I, I guess I can just summarize, if you want, uh, the main features of what we found, or, or, or do you want to ask me? Oh, other? I want to hear that summary, because I'm a believer of what you've been doing, and I like what you say about the common sense for people to understand it, and um, for people to be educated. So, yes, do summarize. Okay, thank you. you yeah, and I, I, I think, I, I guess I've been doing science for enough years to be able to express an opinion, and my, my opinion is maybe you share it, is that nature is really simple. And if you, if you, you can... You know what I call that, Dr. Pollock, an evaluation that you've been making. Because can you ever learn enough? So it, it, it's like a hike. You go on a hike and you keep learning, you keep learning, you keep learning. And you learn from all that's been going on in the past, where you're at today, and where, where you think, the hike is going. It's going to keep going. So, yeah, good for you. Well, yeah, that's an important pathway, and I, I think also a, a useful pathway because 
You know, most of us, including many scientists, um, we open a book, we read it, we digest it, and we, we presume that this is truth. Um, and in, in some cases, scientific truths are, I mean, they've been around for generations, but doesn't mean they're actually true. Um, we're just because we read them and just because they've been in the textbook for so, so long. And, uh, you know, the job of scientists is to search for truth. And sometimes... That's right. Sometimes that search yeah. means uh, looking at what, what you read in the textbook and saying, hey, you know, this mm-hmm. doesn't really make sense. There's no logical sense mm-hmm. to this. Let's take a step well, we, back and rethink it. The evaluations it. have changed. The evaluations have changed with that Ike. Yeah, absolutely. You discover new things. But, uh, but even, even more deeply than that, even, even, if, um, even if you're in a wheelchair and can't take that stroll through the forest, um, just thinking um, and, and, and asking yourself, um, is what I'm reading correct? Is it really true? Does it make sense? I, I, and you I re- know, can I say something real quickly again? You can say whatever That's you like. Everything is even slowly. That is, that is what everything's about. Oh, what it is. Well. Is stopping to realize that generations uh, way back in time, thousands of years ago, the behavior of the human life would have a way to think. And they learned that's what they were thinking in that era. Then you come along with all these thousands of years and you keep, it, keep learning. Can you well, learn we, enough? Yeah, we, we keep learning. And also we, we learn, at least I've learned, that the ancients had a lot of wisdom. And, and, uh-huh. and many, many of us have rejected that wisdom um, Wisdom and health, uh, especially, is is what I'm um, what I'm thinking about. You know, the ancient um, Chinese and um, in the Ayurvedic uh, uh, culture, they they came up with, with uh, various remedies to to deal with what ails you. And and modern medicine pretty much rejects that. Um, the idea is let's start all over with something modern and look at the molecules and see how they interact and. Obviously, well, you know what I found out there. Uh, what I found out there is uh, there was a word called remission, not cure. Um, In other words, people were looking for remission, which would be a quick fix to satisfy yeah. everybody, including investors, <laughs> for everybody, but yeah. not looking for that cure that is necessary to cure it. Yeah. And yeah. get that education out there, right? Well, yeah, and, and I think modern medicine is not <laughs> is mostly, unfortunately, I think um, not looking for a cure, but looking looking for a remedy for symptoms uh, to there suppress we go. symptoms. Thank you. So you got to look at the uh, I I think the basics and figure out how things work. And and I I'm a believer in the so-called Occam's razor. You know, the principle of simplicity. If you got if you've got two potential explanations, look toward the simpler one because that's the one that's most likely to be correct. It doesn't always work that way, but I, I think it's a, as a general rule uh, it, it works. And so, so the idea is to simplify. And what we, uh, as scientists, what we as a culture tend to do is we tend to be believers. We believe in a theory. Uh, and, and if there's something that comes up, that doesn't fit the theory, we refer to it as an anomaly. 
And then we quickly sweep it under the rug. Someone will figure out later how to fit this anomaly into the theory, which we know is correct. You see, this is an attitude, unfortunately, with, 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 with many. But there, there are um, you know, findings out there that are robust, uh, repeatable, etc., and rejected by mo- modern science because it doesn't fit with preconceived ideas of how the world works. And this is opposite to the way science really ought to work because, uh, as I understand it, um, what science is is observing something and then figuring out what what's going on uh, under underneath it. We have to understand it. And so by rejecting something that doesn't fit into the uh, currently accepted paradigms is the opposite of what we should be doing in science. We should be uh, more open-minded, of course, critical, obviously, but open-minded to phenomena that, that occur, and then uh, put our best efforts in, in, into trying to understand what's going on. And uh, so uh, I'm digressing. Uh, you, you asked me to talk about the water, um, and I'm, I've, I've been digressing. Um, in- oh, that's good. I wa- you know what I liked about what you were teaching us is there's something that I like. I have, as long as I can remember, I like to study the behavior of something. I don't care if it's the blade of grass comparing to the tree trunk, to the, um, all that's going on. I enjoy the behavior of studying what it's all about. And you were telling us, that the behavior, as the, all these thousands of years have passed, are people to evaluate. And what you were learning, that you go in and there's differences of agreement on the evaluation, but then you study the behavior at that time. And it's yep. your behavior or your team's behavior that's going to be looking at it with another behavior to study what the behavior of that is, because there's an intrigue. There's an intrigue, and yeah. it doesn't mean the other person was being dishonest or anything about that, but they, did it, they had a different way of thinking about the evaluation of what they decided to write or try to achieve. The medical field, I, I was saying, and I'm, I'm in it with our product nature series I missed and our a biomed wash for the eyewash, but... The thing is, we've got to start looking for cures, taking the time, and then better health education, better health. And that's something that happened with behavior again, yep. with life. Yep, yep, yep. I, but now I, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back to what you're going to teach us on the okay. summary of that. And then I want to pick your brains on what you've learned about immunity, and uh, what people can learn that word to teach them that there's an immunity to our lives that we need to study and help ourselves. But don't go anywhere, Dr. J- Pollock. We'll be right back. I'll be here. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Missed, tissue culture grade water with a natural pH balance for the organ of the eye, not concocted, not formulated for immunity protection with just a mist, handheld portable device to mist as often as you wish for dry eye and the discomfort of what happens with your eyes being blurry, tired, the fatigue, sitting at a computer, a truck driver, 
a young person who's having blurry eyes and itching or allergies or if you're using eye drops and you've had a refractive eye surgery or whatever, it's an everyday future of what I call the breath of life, the vision for people to think about a new lifestyle with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be back with Dr. Paula. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Paula, if you were summarizing uh, for us something there, and let's continue that, and then we'll get into teaching the audience about what the, the description of what the definition of immunity for individuality means. Finish your summary. Sure. Okay. Well, I actually didn't even start the summary, but, but let me tell you. Okay. So, oh, okay. Uh, so from um, from Gilbert Ling's ideas, and he had a great influence on what what we've done. From from his ideas, we we knew that um, uh, that if the water is structured as he had indicated, uh, it's like a crystal, and crystals, kind of like ice, for example, crystals tend to exclude virtually everything from their presence, otherwise they wouldn't be pure. So whatever is in gets expelled out in order for those crystals to form. And since the water was like a crystal, we expected, we were actually in search of, of some experimental preparation where we can see that if the water contained some particles that we were looking for a region in that water where there were no particles because to create this kind of structured water, you need to exclude um, all kinds of molecules and particles. And we found that we found that that if we if we took um, water with some particles in the water, uh, a chamber uh, of such, and we immersed a little piece of gel into it, 
and we looked with the microscope, uh, we could see that next to the surface of the gel, um, those particles were excluded. Um, and we saw this consistently with, with, with many, many gels, and we, we, we called it exclusion zone because it excluded, or EZ for short. It's easy to remember. Um, so, so we found that, and as we began doing the experiments, we, we could see that these, these zones um, were occurring all the time next to so many different surfaces that were the water was exposed to, and so and we found. Let me just to make a long story short, because I know there are other questions you you want to ask. We did many experiments, and we found that this water that was free of particles, that every physical chemical feature that we looked for was different from ordinary water. So we were thinking, ah, this is probably this kind of ordered water or structured water that Gilbert Link was thinking about. And we did many studies, and we found a few properties uh, of this. And by the way, before I tell you these properties, I should tell you that this is the water that fills our body, that fills our cells. And so it's not just a, a laboratory curiosity. It's something that is centrally important. So we found that, first of all, this region um, was um, the molecules were indeed structured, but in a way that is different from what Gilbert Ling had had uh, imagined. It had negative charge. It's not neutral like ordinary water, and the opposite charge um, appeared in in the region just beyond this EZ region. So it's like a battery where where the exclusion zone, or we refer to it as a fourth phase of, of water, uh, where this exclusion zone, that's, by the way, the title of the book I wrote on, on, on the subject, fourth phase of water, uh, where this phase... Um, th- this phase grows next to those surfaces. It typically takes uh, five, ten minutes for it to grow. Uh, it separates charge. The region itself is typically negative, and the region beyond is positive. And that's because the way this builds is the molecules of water split into H plus and OH minus, and and the OH minuses like Legos sticking together uh, uh, form this exclusion zone, um, they, they, all these molecules assemble to build this zone, and they kick out the H pluses, which then appear beyond the exclusion zone. So you get a separation of charge, and of course this has potential energy. It has energy to run um, a light bulb, we demonstrated, and also... Um, oh, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it also <laughs> plausibly has uh, energy to run many of the processes in our body. And, of course, this is the interesting part. Um, and, and usually, you know, in order to get, uh, to go from chaos to structure uh, or in order to go from no separation of charge to separation of charge, like in your cell phone battery, it requires energy. You've got to put energy in. And we found the energy yeah. comes from light. Uh, and of course, this this may relate somehow to the, your your product, but but I mean, basic basically, um, light is, is is coming in, and light is building uh, the, this um, exclusion zone or this fourth phase of water, and it's mostly we found infrared light, uh, not visible light. Visible light we found experimentally has some impact on growth, but the biggest impact comes from infrared. 
And where where does infrared come from? So so I think most of us know that if we turn if we um, turn on the toaster and look inside and and see those glowing orange coils, we we feel the heat and we say, oh, infrared is is being generated, but. But in fact, infrared is all over the place. Um, if we were to take and then, of course, uh, that and the atmosphere's influences in that. Sure, it, it, the atmosphere influences because the sun is generating huge amounts of infrared energy, about fifty percent. But some of it gets, uh, yeah, gets filtered before it reaches the earth. But right. but we receive still a lot of infrared, a lot of heat uh, from from the sun. The two are not exactly the same, but they're almost synonymous with with one another and that's the energy ultimately it's the sun's energy uh um that ultimately that that uh uh builds this this kind of water but of course the energy is held in everything around us and gets emitted and we 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 uh, feel that we absorb this kind of uh, uh heat energy uh, infrared energy and also it comes from inside the body because the metabolic processes that are happening inside our body generate heat and that's equivalent essentially to infrared so so we get this infrared from inside and from outside, and this is the energy that builds the water that's inside your cells, our cells, my uh, cells too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so mm-hmm. this is a kind of new paradigm, and um, it it appears in in more detail, obviously, than than I uh, mm-hmm. I I can discuss in in a, this short time. But it's all in Before the book. Before we go the on to water. Uh, yeah. Sorry? Before we go on to the next, uh, what I'm going to bring up here in a minute, but um, wh- what happens when the humidity of the air is, like I say, about 99 or 100%, and then let's say the humidity can go down to maybe 12% or whatever. What happens to the individual's body functioning with what you just taught us when that humidity and the water vapor, all that changes? for the body to have to live with its behavior as it moves around? Well, um, I, I'm not sure I have very much to, to, uh, to add other than what, what people already know. So when the humidity is low, um, water evaporates uh, from, from our body, uh, from the surface, right. and also when we, we exhale. There we go. Uh, and we we get dried out. And um, um, on the other hand, you know, when it's humid and we sweat, we also get uh, can get dried out. So right. um, the, the, the yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess the bottom line is that we have to keep ourselves hydrated. Um, and but what and, I'm thinking is that light, that ultraviolet light, light. What's it doing? Like a battery. It's well, yeah, so we, we began studying, and, and our, our, our results are incomplete, so I, I, okay. I feel not, okay. but I, I will just tell I you that. So, well, so far, But there so is far, a theory happening. There is a theory happening to pursue that evaluation. Well, there are experiments that are, uh, are uh, ongoing yeah. to do that, and good. so far, it, okay. it, good. It, it, it looks like, in preliminary results, it looks like ultraviolet mm-hmm. light um, uh, gives that um, that zone, the exclusion zone, uh, gives mm-hmm. it more negative charge. 
um, okay. than, than it ordinarily has, which means more energy, more potential energy, because remember, that zone is negatively charged, and the region just beyond mm-hmm. it is positively charged, like a battery, mm-hmm. and so... It, mm-hmm. From preliminary data, it appears to increase the strength of that battery, which means it may give us more energy, ultimately. Okay. Now, today, because we're at a historical time about the Kronos-19 virus, yep. um, everybody's affected throughout the world. And they can say, you know, I've heard different evaluate people say, well, my gosh, the other flu, ta-da, has taken more, all these lives. I know it, and I was a little surprised about how many um, were taken for granted, actually. Oh, they had the flu and they died. Well, now we're finding that these viruses, Dr. Pollock, are coming closer and closer, these kind of viruses. Um, We've had so many in the past 40 years that have been pretty close to each other. People need better health education about the word immunity. We have a tendency to think too simplistic about it. Um, People used to say that when you buy a product that's for the skin, it needs to be uh, pH balanced. It's very important. Well, they'd go, well, that's kind of phony. Well, it wasn't. It's a pH balance for your acid panel protection for your immunity protection of how that product is formulated. Now, uh, people to learn about immunity. Could you describe that to them? Well, I'm no expert on, on immunity, but I can't say... I didn't say you were. I, just thought, <laughs> I know you have to study. Well, well, yeah. Obviously, this is becoming very important uh, in this, and you know, I think as a general principle, maintaining health uh, goes along with maintaining immunity, and uh, and part of that, or a good part of that, is hydration. And I, I guess right. this is this is where um, you know when we're when we're dehydrated, we don't perform, and when we don't perform, it means that the cells in our body are not operating in an ideal way. Uh, they're not operating the way, the way they ought to be <laughs> operating. And, uh, and I, a lot of that relates to hydration. So hydration is, is mm-hmm. from our point of view, is easy water. Uh, your cells are filled with easy water, and you've got to have enough mm-hmm. of it. And so, um, you know, there are many ways. Now, I'm going to ask you real quickly. Do you believe, now, I know you said that's not your, you know, you haven't been really into that, but do you believe that water would be the primary? Uh, now, we got breathing and we got nutrition, but do you think water to drink would be a, a, a primary immunity protection for the body to be able to protect itself if they're drinking enough adequate water for their individuality? Well, it's quite, you, Sharon, you, your, you your question is like the, the guy, the only tool he has is a hammer and everything looks like a nail. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I'm going to say um, 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 that, that hydration is, is primary, is important. But I, I, I think it, it is it's common knowledge. I, I mean, if, you, if you've just completed two matches of tennis, um, you're, you're spent, you're done. And, and what do you do to re- regain energy? Well, it takes time, but usually you drink some water. And, um, Can I and- share something with what you just said? Sure. I've been interviewing doctors all over the world, 
about talking to their patients about drinking water. Oh, well, we know they are. And I say, but have you ever stopped to think that when they're in your office that you might just remind them, just remind them, (laughs) that of course you need to drink adequate water. Yep. And they say, well, we're so busy with patients waiting. We don't always, you know, we just kind of go with common sense. Well, <laughs> yeah. you and I both today have been t- talking. <coughs> Excuse my voice. Well, common, common sense. Yeah. But we have to remind ourselves. Have you ever, Dr. Pollock, you, you study a lot and you've learned a lot. But you ever, have you ever during your time to say, oh, God, I forgot about that for myself? <laughs> well, think, yeah. I've got to start. Yeah, right. We're all human. We have to be reminded. Yeah. We, we, we and do need to be. And then drinking water. Yeah. And then doing, learning how to breathe with the planet Earth along with the atmosphere and the solar system. Yeah. That makes sense. And then proper foods for immunity protection, including, and uh, proper exercise. Don't overdo it. But. We've got people who do overdo it, and then we've got the right, we've got to sleep like the earth sleeps yeah. uh, along with that. But we've only got a minute left. How can people find your books? Uh, I guess the best place is the usual place where people look for books, <laughs> uh, Amazon. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, widespread. Uh, the, the most recent one uh, is the fourth phase of water. Uh, right. And then the one before that is sales, gels, and the engines of life. And um, um, yeah, they're now you really said, available. You said you're, you're, you said you're writing another one. Have you decided what the title would be? Yet? I'm still <laughs> thinking about the title, but the book is almost done. Um, and uh, I'm spending <laughs> these isolation times trying to bring it to completion. And I'm hopeful that it's going to be out within uh, six months or so. Um, okay. Uh, it's okay. about, uh, but you didn't ask about. It's about the um, the role of electrical charge in nature, and I ah, think ah, I think electrical charge one. is pervasive throughout nature in oh, much many yeah. more ways than we think. Um, so yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, and, and don't uh, forget about that. If you would add that to your research is that humidity effect on, and no two people have the same eye, skin, yep. and more. Why is that? Why is the atmosphere of that electrical charge when that baby being born out of the womb, at that moment, something cha- goes? And then all of a sudden, they have to determine the symptoms of that baby along the way that maybe don't match somebody else's. That's yeah. why this strain of this virus changes. Yeah, totally. Out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's why I was worried about the testing, because I thought when they first started, I'd please don't rush that testing until they understand what that strain is in their area and and what's going on. And uh, I think they're starting to get a handle on that. So thank you for coming on today. My pleasure, Sarah. Our prayers are with you, and thank you for letting me pick your brains today. (laughs) (laughs) My my pleasure. Take care. And God bless. Yeah, be well. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, I want to thank you all for listening because today that was really lots of knowledge and you're learning a lot about what immunity means. Your immunity, your cells, your 
the body water and how it lives with the atmosphere. And that's what this show, The Power of Water and Water Life Science, is about. But we will let you go. And I want you to know that everybody should be thinking today about the children all over the world. Put a child's heart in your hands. There is no such thing as an imperfect child. We got a surprise coming up with you next Monday about that, a young man coming on from Ireland. Well, I want to thank you for listening, and you be well. And my prayers are with all of you. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.